This is David Gibson at the Ecological Society of America meetings in New Orleans, and I'm joined uh, now by uh, Christina Garcia. Hi, Dave. Hello, and thank you very much for um, participating in this uh, interview. So let me just start by asking a little bit about your, your background and your research interests. Well, I am an ecologist, and I'm mainly interested in plant-animal interactions and how these interactions um, which are important for seed dispersal and pollen dispersal uh, affect and shape uh, ecological and evolutionary traits in plant populations and plant communities. Right, yes, yes. And you had a couple of papers in, in the Journal of Ecology right? yeah. a couple of years ago. Can you want to tell us a little bit about some of that work? Yeah, actually, uh, we, may, we did um, a special symposium in Edinburgh in the British Ecological Society meeting. And this uh, symposium uh, was around dispersal, which is one of the main uh, processes uh, assisted by, by dispersal mutualisms in, in plants. So this uh, symposium uh, merged and teamed up different people uh, studying dispersal from the theoretical, empirical, uh, molecular point of view. And we did a symposium and we published first one summary giving like the main ideas and the main right, yes. um, conclusions of the symposium. And the second paper is the application uh, of the extreme value statistics, statistics of extremes, to study dispersal, uh, which is something that I think here, it's very interesting because this meeting here in New Orleans is about extremes and I just mm -hmm. have seen uh, one symposium exactly about the application of these tools. So extreme dispersal, you mean extreme dispersal events, like long yes, distance events? Like very long distance yes. events, which are those like with uh, very important consequences for plant populations because mm. uh, they are those that uh, determine the chances of uh, plants to, for example, uh, make a rain shift or to colonize new sites, mm -hmm. but they are extremely difficult to quantify, to identify based on empirical uh, tools or empirical protocols that we typically use to track dispersal events at a population or at a landscape level. Because rare events. Exactly. They are very rare, but the consequences when they happen are tremendously for important yes, for populations. They can form new satellite populations exactly. that can then spread. Exactly. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, so from this um, symposium that you had in Edinburgh, yeah. how, how have things developed since then? Well, since then, it's been very interesting because um, uh, extremes and statistics of extreme has become like a really important topic, and uh, you can see that right now ecologists are very interested in these events. Uh, I think because of two reasons. One. Be because of climate change, and one because of now uh, we have like um, really large databases on different kind of topics or different kind of uh, variables: climate, uh, phenology, um, population growth, reproduction, and so on. So first, we have improved our ability of tracking and forecasting populations at different parameters on different levels, and these tools. Uh, are suitable and are really important mm -hmm. and, and suitable to uh, to provide us uh, insights beyond uh, those uh, those uh, patterns that we can quantify. 
So do you think as we have more frequent extreme climatic events, exactly. we're going to have more frequent extreme dispersal events? Uh, well, in, in the case of dispersal system, uh, we will depend on the vector. So if the vector, for example, is abiotic and, it, uh, for example, wind, and we have an increasing frequency of wind, as strong wind, yes. winds as hurricanes, that will be the case. Mm -hmm. In the if uh, we are talking about dispersal assisted by animals, for example, that will depend on the behavior of the animal and on the size. Uh, this actually can happen the other way. So mm. we need to understand what happens when we have uh, extreme dispersal events, but that in some plants, for example, tropical plants, are uh, these events depends on large size of, uh, birds or mammals. Mm -hmm. But what happens when these animals, uh, because of the foundation, hunting and so on, are removed from the population and the plants lost mm, these yes, kind yes. of events? So no. both scenarios are possible and depends on the vector. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good time to be doing this sort of work. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit now and think uh, about uh, your work as an associate editor for the Journal of Ecology. Mm -hmm. um, you've been doing this for how long? It's been like one year, yeah. one year and a half. Yeah, so you've yeah. handled maybe yeah. a dozen papers? Maybe, yeah, dozen. yeah, one year, exactly. Yeah. One year, yeah. So what has your, your experience been so far then? Well, I, I really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, I like it. Uh, the type of uh, manuscript that I receive, that I handle, mm -hmm. usually are kind of within my, my uh, topic, yeah, my scope, which is good, <laughs> because I feel that I can contribute to improve the, uh, the manuscript or to also to identify the right uh, uh, reviewers. Mm -hmm. So the feedback is positive, either is accepted or not. At least the manuscript will will uh, improve. To help the authors. Exactly, yes. help the authors. Yeah. So, as a relatively new AE, what we, we pointed some, uh, even more recently, pointed some new AE. So, what sort of advice would you give to someone just starting as an associate editor? Uh, well, first, um, I think it's well, probably it's important to try to manage the uh, um, papers on time because we are all like very depending or very. Uh, worry about uh, or I mean the delaying the, the, the reviewing time is, is an mm -hmm. issue mm -hmm. uh, both for authors and editors and the journal and so on so probably um, trying to identify uh, like frontier I mean like the, the good questions uh, or the, the the questions that can have like uh, at the frontier of the, the ecological knowledge right now, which, which now are really, uh, seems to me that there are like different uh, frontiers and it's an exciting moment for ecologists because there are like many opening new yes. worlds. So it's important to make sure that a, <coughs> a potential manuscript has is addressing some of these new frontiers. Exactly. Um, and also I like, because now we have so many technological advances and sometimes are really, really interesting, but sometimes I also enjoy uh, just natural history or those that are more based on natural history um, methods, but that, but 
that really address an important question. That's so, useful. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not only about the technology or using the latest technology or the latest method, which is sometimes important to go mm-hmm. like further than in the point we know now. But actually, it's the question, and with the modern systems, really is the, the, the suitable mm. to answer that question. And sometimes, very simple uh, studies can, can really address that, that point. Yeah, good. Good. These are good, good points to make. <laughs> so, um, changing the subject a little bit uh, again now. So, one of the things that the British Ecological Society is is working hard on is um, issues related to to gender and diversity and inclusivity in, in our science and our discipline. Mm-hmm. And um, without getting into personal details, you know, what are some of the challenges that, as a woman scientist that, that you face? Yeah. Well, fortunately, I didn't have like like bad experiences, meaning that in the groups I have been working either as a PhD student, postdoc, and then as a research center where I am affiliated. Mm, always we had like a very healthy and positive dynamic with mm-hmm. no really obvious difference between uh, men and women. But maybe, for example, usually uh, field ecology is is hard and you sometimes notice uh, that you know it's not that frequent to to see women in the field in the field yeah exactly like doing field work uh, like for time or like doing the field work so because there's different challenges they face or they're just not encouraged to go in the field or yeah because probably mm, was very physical or just you know it's sometimes uh, people might think that the world will not be down like full down and uh, mm-hmm. on time or can't do the job so exactly mm-hmm. or that you will need more help but sometimes it's true but it's I mean sometimes that the field work is challenging for, for everybody yes, but yes. I mean yeah. I don't have really bad experiences mm-hmm. in, that, in that sense but are there some Still areas that, in in academia or, or in ecology where improvements could be made what are some of the areas that I guess in that sense science is not different from other areas of society and I guess uh, probably uh, for women because there is a moment that you are trying to get a permanent position or get uh, something more stable and usually it's at the same time that you might want to have a family Mm -hmm. so but that's not different science from other type of jobs actually or out of the Mm -hmm. academia. Uh, so usually you can tell, and I can tell the colleagues around me, that uh, in the, during the PhD student, usually the sex ratio is more or less 50-50. And then just after that, the mm-hmm. sex ratio increase to male researchers, because sometimes, and especially after a context of budget crisis that uh, we had uh, experienced some years ago, where the positions is usually the number of positions decrease mm-hmm. since like usually the person who sacrifice the position might be and, and the, the number say that is the, the woman. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a challenge we have to face in science as and other places. Yes. It's not different from yeah. other yeah. perspectives or areas. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. 
So you've only been at ESA for one day because you were delayed with your travel and everything, but so far it's so far so good? Yeah, so far it was very, very yeah. interesting. I, I really enjoy very much usually these, these meetings as the one in the Biblical Society. And so far it was great. I mean, the, the symposiums on extreme events yes. were really insightful and really, really interesting to see that people are using exactly what we have proposed and it's going to be... Uh, a really important topic in the next two or three years, yes. I bet. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, thank you very much for <laughs> talking to us and um, enjoy the rest of the conference. Yeah, you too. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you.